0: Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast. This is a podcast about leadership development, improving communications, and enhancing team performance. I'm Ralph Simone,
1: and I'm Kathy Gainer.
0: Today we're we're here once again, uh, not producing uh, studio quality podcasts because of social distancing. We are on our phones, so if it sounds like we are on our phones, it's because we are on our phones. But we are happy to bring you. Our perspective on three topics which we think are of keen interest during this time period. So we're going to be talking about resiliency, compassion, and connection. And uh, hopefully each one of these will give you some skills and some ideas for how to deal with some of the challenges during these uncertain times.
1: What do we mean by resiliency, Ralph?
0: So we, it's interesting. We have a definition that we use in our conscious leadership course, which is, and I'll read it, preparing for and bouncing back from setbacks. And as I was looking at that this morning, I don't like that. I think it's preparing for and bouncing back from experiences. To me, we, you know, and we talk about not only bouncing back, but we like to emphasize bounce a rate. So, based on the experience, we have a learning and insight which we can apply to be more effective in the future. So, I really like this preparing for and bouncing back from experiences. That's what we mean when we talk about resiliency.
1: Love the bouncing ahead piece. So, uh, because I do feel after we come out of this thing, that we're going to be so much further ahead based on what we've learned and new practices that we've had to adapt to and have agility for. So what practices are you recommending for clients for that bounce ahead?
0: That's a great question. This ties back to actually the last podcast we did when we talked about the importance of restoration and renewal. And so, you know, personally, I have been making sure I'm sticking to my daily practices, physical renewal. So I'm walking, hydrating, making sure that my, uh, (laughs) I don't know if I'm making sure my eating is dialed in. I think I've gotten a little sloppy. I'm making sure I'm getting enough sleep. I'm still reading, writing more, and, you know, really looking at another topic that we're going to talk about today, creative ways of connecting with people. And that's the preparing for. We got to make sure that we have the energy to deal with this stuff because you know, I gotta admit, I've been on fairly steady, but but if I'm totally honest, a little bit of an emotional roller coaster because uncertainty, you lose control. And so I want to make sure that you know my resiliency is directly correlated to me sticking with my energy renewal practices in the four areas that we just
1: talked about. Yeah, one thing I wanted to bring up about practices today is some people that I have been talking to have actually said they have less time for some of those restorative practices because they're engaged more with their families and they're in proximity closer together that they actually used to have more time for those practices. So I think we should also acknowledge that for our listeners today.
0: I think it's a possibility. One thing I think we have to be careful of is when we offer these things, everybody needs to apply them in the way that makes most sense for them. I mean, I was on the phone yesterday with somebody that, um, you know, doesn't have grown children. They have young children. And so, you know, they're just trying to keep their head above water during this time. So their practices would be different. I do think though, that, you know, we could be sucked into working more and in, in being a little clunky if everybody's working from home. So I think we have to get creative with those practices maybe we have to do them together and do things that enable us to stay resilient but in different ways than we were used to before and i think that leads us really to the next topic Mm -hmm. um, which is compassion i think we're taking a little different angle around compassion today kathy so how can compassion help and what do we mean what do we want to talk about relative to compassion this morning
1: Yeah, again, our definition of compassion is understanding how someone or some group feels and also taking an active interest in helping them work through or overcome their challenge. So, you know, we thought that this topic for these times, like you mentioned, is so relevant And one area that I'd like to talk about is that is about compassion and how we're approaching, I think, other individuals. But one thing I wanted to hone in today on is tied to the resiliency piece that you mentioned is the self-compassion, which is really about the ability to notice our own emotions and feelings that we're having and how to care for ourselves the same way that we would towards a friend or someone else because i think mm. this isn't often time during this not knowing phase of what we're going through we're all in the same boat but i think that the self compassion piece could be so important about having the awareness of your own emotions fears you know anxieties in this situation that we're all in
0: i'm glad you raised that because I'm finding people, some people that I've been talking with are feeling uh, guilty that they're not doing enough, and that actually has an adverse impact or effect on their resiliency. And so you know cut yourself some slack that you've got to find a different cadence and a different set of experiences, but you you still want to be in whatever way you can preparing for bouncing back from these experiences we're under. So self-compassion is absolutely critical. I I really like your perspective on that.
1: Yeah. And some people are from this term self-compassion kind of get caught up in it. And it's really about that inner strength and what we say to ourselves. So we all have that inner critic we're analyzing ourselves from a critical perspective. And it's really noticing that about yourself. And then what do you do to kind of have a better response even to ourselves when we have those feelings? So, you know, the, the things that we recommend is first be aware of it and realize that it's okay that you're having that emotional or fear reaction And then really the easy practice to do is really flip that around and say, at this time, stop what I'm saying to myself. And what would I say to a close friend or colleague Mm. in this same situation?
0: Mm. It allows you to kind of uh, let go. And uh, one of the images I've had around resiliency and compassion this la- last couple of weeks is the image of a piece of Swiss cheese. I mean, one of you know, it has holes mm-hmm. in it and you've got to allow these things to come and go in and, and mm-hmm. a way to allow it to come and go is to have compassion. Notice, as you said, be aware of the thought, don't hang on to it. And, and by allowing it to move through you, it then positions us to deal with ourselves the same tender way that we might deal with a friend. So I, I think that uh, I've got the picture of the Swiss cheese on my uh, flip chart so I can remember to let things go through me and not get stuck. You know, the other thing that I've learned a lot from all of our clients and, I, and I've learned a great deal from you during this time period is the third topic that we want to talk about today. And that's connecting and connecting differently, right? How do you connect while you're physically disconnected. Can we talk a little bit about, you know, how we're doing that and offer some suggestions to our listeners as to different ways that they can connect during this time period?
1: Absolutely. Let's do it.
0: So how are you connecting more deeply and differently during this time Mm -hmm. period, Kathy?
1: I have some personal and some professional examples, but the one that comes up for me is connecting with my mother and, you know, this older 80 and really struggling during this time, not being able to get out and everything that's going on. And I really picked up with some things with her to ask her specific questions of things that I may not remember that she's told me about family members that are no longer with us. But finding a connection point and by asking those questions in this specific case personally was about her father, who I never have met and had passed away before I was too young. And it was just opened up such a great connection with us that I will always remember after this pandemic is over of the conversation that we had and something I learned about her and their relationship. So I am encouraging people to think about, you know, before you just check in and say the standard, how are you doing? And maybe you do that as well, but find a question that you ask that deepens that connection with that person of something that you, you know, even these are the my closest people and my mother I'm very close with, just deepened our, our relationship from my perspective because I learned a little bit more about her in her close relationships?
0: Well, it, it certainly changes this question how are you? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm more mindful now of how automatically, you know, how just unconsciously I asked that question in the past. But now, how are you has some really deep implications. And I love this idea. You know, it reminded me of a, a technique, anchoring. So when you ask mm-hmm. the deeper question, you learn more, but if you can help someone anchor to a time when they were really happy and a very positive experience, mm-hmm. it actually helps with the resiliency to uh, move through this uh, challenging and unsettling times. So a uh, lovely story with your mom. How, how else? What, what other ways are people connecting differently that might be useful to share to our listeners that they could pay attention to as we continue to move forward?
1: Well, I think that was really fun for me when you bring up about the anchoring to a time or a specific event. I thought that was great with our team. What we did is for our weekly meeting, we had the request, and I at first I was a little hesitant, but to wear our favorite hats to our team meeting, our, which we did via Zoom, and what that really brought out is we each went around and talked about our favorite hat and what it meant to us. So for example, mine was more of a beach hat and I talked about some vacations that I took with my family and how important they were to me and really anchored me back in a space of being on vacation with my family and the good times that we had. So I thought that was a a great example that you can do with your team using the technology that you're using to connect with but just anchoring and starting off a meeting with something that anchors people from a positive aspect and i also it deepened that connection with our team because we learned a a little bit about each other from that conversation
0: absolutely i think this this does provide an opportunity for us to go deeper with our connections, which from a leadership perspective helps to align people around a, a shared vision. And I think this is a time to get creative now and run experiments and recognize that they all might not go as well as our team had. I asked our family to go shopping in the house for an item that's somewhere in the house that brings a smile to their face. Uh, that, uh, we didn't have uh Unanimity on around how good of an idea that was so all of these ideas for connecting may or may not resonate with everybody But I think it's an opportunity to really push ourselves particularly as we uh, when things get back to quote-unquote normal What will we want to carry forward in these three areas? I mean, I think I think the interesting thing for me is, you know We've, we've talked about three areas today. They are certainly of critical importance now, but they're of importance Throughout our our lives and our years, this is the first one, resilience, preparing for and recovering from setbacks or life experiences. And we like to focus on bounce ahead rate. We raise the bar, B-A-R, bounce ahead rate, by the learnings and insights we bring forward. Second, Kathy, you talked about compassion, but more with an emphasis on compassion for self during this time. Don't beat yourself up. Whatever coming out of this better for you looks like, that is good enough. And then the last thing we talked about was thinking about and experimenting with ways to connect differently and more deeply with people that are key and key stakeholders in our lives.
1: Right, so in closing, if we can support you or help you or your team during these challenging times, please reach out to us and connect with us on our website at getemergent.com. Thank you.